fans and moof milkers everywhere welcome to episode number 141 of blast points this is jason and this is gabe and this is a very special episode of blast points as we go into the wonderful world of star wars music miko or some say mecco was just the beginning. The Rebel Force Band was just the beginning. There is a whole bizarre universe out there of Star Wars inspired music. Yeah, there's a lot. Every time we think we've heard it all and we go digging, we find more and more. Like the, the secret base in the sands of Jakku. There's tons and tons of stuff. The deeper you dig. There is so much out there. Yeah, we at a certain point in preparing this, we just had to stop. We it's like we've got too many songs. We might be able to stretch this out with some of the the more songs in future episodes. But before we get started and we start listening to the wonderful world of Star Wars inspired music, we got to give a couple shout outs. First of all, to John Bradley Snyder, who wrote an article in Star Wars Insider issue number. 40. It was a great issue, had a, a battle droid on the cover, and had an interview with Hugh Corshi, a.k.a. Captain Panaka, exclusive prequel photos and updates from Rick McCallum. But he wrote an article in that called Star Wars Rocks, where a lot of the songs we found for this episode came from that article from John Bradley Snyder. And we got to give a shout out to the podcast Beyond Yacht Rock, whose format we are completely ripping off tonight. <laughs> out of love they created the term yacht rock and they their listeners send them song suggestions and they rate them on a scale and determine whether or not they are yacht rock host steve david hunter 
And our friend J.D. Riznar, who has been so kind, has given us so many shout-outs on his show. And he is from the same hometown as Gabe and I. Something in the water. Yeah. <laughs> that makes people awesome. It was that paper mill in the 80s. We were breathing in that weird paper, Muskegon paper mill air. Just pulp and stink. Go out and listen to Beyond Yacht Rock, uh, JD's show. It's uh, really fantastic. And yeah, we are ripping off their format tonight because they have a fantastic show. <laughs> On Beyond Yacht Rock's show right before The Last Jedi came out, they did a Star Wars-inspired music episode of their own. And they called those songs Jizz Rock. So we're continuing what they started over there. And we are going to keep talking about Jizz Rock. And you may be laughing, but Jizz is part of Star Wars, if you didn't know. Yeah, it's the official uh, term for uh, that wacky space music those guys play. Uh, Sly Snoodles and Max Rebo are jizz musicians. They're jizz whalers, which according to the Star Wars Encyclopedia, refers to a musician who plays a fast, contemporary, and upbeat style of music. So, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are going to go through all of these Star Wars-inspired songs, and we are going to rate them if they jizz whale or fail. We can't all be whalers. We would, you know, we're, we try. <laughs> yep. Should we get started with our first song? I think so, or we're going to be here. We're going to miss episode nine. We got so many to go through. This first one is by Freddie Weller. It's called Bar Wars. This one really, this one really sets the tone for the whole, the whole endeavor here. I think. <laughs> so Freddie Weller, he was the lead guitarist in Paul Revere and the Raiders uh, before he went on his own and uh, went in this kind of country direction. This uh, song, Bar Wars, is from the 1978 album Love Gotten the Way. Yeah, this is a good prediction of what uh, Celebration Chicago is going to be, I think. <laughs> People kicking in car doors and fighting about The Last Jedi, maybe. Acting like some kind of Darth Vader. Yeah, I've been singing this song pretty much every morning when I wake up since you uh, sent this to me. Like a month ago, I think, at this point. So <laughs> I think this is a whaler, if there is one. If there's a jizz whaler, Freddie Weller, I think, is uh, definitely in the club. Definitely a jizz whaler. Uh, so they should have just played this in Maz's castle. Java Flow, Java Flow is a good tune, but I don't know if it's in the if it's a bar wars. Oh, and Han and Lando are gambling in Solo. Or just the end, the end credits of Solo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bar, bar Wars should have came up. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In another week, you can uh, do your own edit of uh, solo and edit this in the end credits. You win. Should we move on to Patrick Gleason's Star Wars? Let's check this out. 
So this is another in the never-ending saga of synthesizer, disco, freak-out cover albums of Star Wars music, which really never get old to me. <laughs> it's And it's, uh, it's like we were saying at the beginning of the episode, it's never-ending. Somehow all of these came out in like 1977 and 78, too. <laughs> and one year they recorded a eternity's um, amount of Star Wars synthesizer albums. So Patrick Gleason uh, lives in California. He worked with Herbie Hancock. He was an engineer on Devo's Are We Not Men album. And he worked on the soundtrack for Apocalypse Now. So he's kind of got like an inside connection with Coppola and that whole crew. How do you feel about this, Gabe? Is this a is this a jizz whaler fail? I think this is a this is a whaler. Yeah, especially because it's got the, like the creepy uh, like choir stuff in it. <laughs> yeah, th- this whole part. And that's something we'll get as we go through this. I'm a big fan of when. They start with the traditional John Williams, but then they take it in a completely bizarre direction. When it kind of gets, uh, goes off the rails a little bit. Start touching the lightsaber. You don't know where you're going. <laughs> Ray? <laughs> I mean, really, they, uh, they should just start using all these for the Star Wars stories. If they do any more going forward, it's like, why even write a new score when you can just, so much gold in the vaults here. There's... 10,000 of these songs out there. I'm going to give this a jizz whale. All right, I agree. It's a whaler. The whole album's like, what, 30 minutes? It's definitely, it's worth your list, worth your time. Yes. Check out Patrick Gleason's whole album. If you like this, there's a whole lot more. (laughs) You win. Okay, so let's move on to I Sayo Tomita from 1978. And I would just like to say, I think when I listened to this earlier this week to get ready for this episode, I think my first thought was, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's definitely hard to be in a bad mood listening to this. It's pretty much the, if you ever wanted Buckaroo Banzai in Star Wars to uh, get married, this is the closest we're going to get. Which I have. There are often times I've been driving around thinking, I really like Star Wars music, and I also really like the end credits of the adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the 8th dimension. How could I somehow combine those two? If there was a movie based on my life, I would want this to be the theme music. This, this would be the end credits, definitely. Just you wandering around the neighborhood lost. <laughs> which, which happens a lot. Driving around in circles. <laughs> I don't know where I am. I don't know how to get out of this parking lot. I'm like trying to get out of the parking lot of a Target. And the, the credits are going up. <laughs> uh, okay, so I, I saw a Tomita 
He was the Japanese pioneer of electronic music. Uh, he did a lot of uh, Japanese TV before going out on his own, um, making many, many successful electronic albums. And of course, he did some Star Wars music, as you do. Yeah, as everybody did in 1978. And I think he nailed it. He's definitely in the company of our other esteemed jizz whalers. This is definitely a whaler. We've got all whalers so far. No jizz failures yet. I think we should play this one the whole way through. I'm saying right now. Let's, let's just have a moment, of, a moment of silence for the bubble solo. <laughs> I've listened to this so many times. I really recommend if you're if you're driving in your car, listening to this podcast right now, you're doing the right thing because I listened to this just by myself in my car and it was amazing. Yeah, you can't go wrong with this one. If they just played, if they just played this on loop over every speaker in the world, there would be world peace. There would be no hunger, no cruelty, no greed, incessant giggling. <laughs> I'm going to write to Lucasfilm and Reed Pop to get that plane overhead on a constant loop at Celebration Chicago. Keep everybody happy. You win. Up next, we have the track Imperial Attack from the Electric Moog Orchestra from 1977. Let's check it out. This is another good one. There's a whole uh, there's a whole album to go along with this one, too. This kind of sounds like we're playing like a Game Boy Empire Strikes Back or something. But in a cave. (laughs) (laughs) If you ever played the Atari 2600 Empire Strikes Back game in a cave. Close. It was was close. But I really like this one because it's another one of the ones where it's like, it's the music that you know, but kind of played in a totally different way than you would expect to hear it. getting intense then it gets really funky this is what Tarkin listens to when he's combing his hair yeah. let's say this is what Vader plays in his that's his tie fighter he's got a <laughs> subwoofer in the in the trunk of his tie fighter he wants to get pumped up yeah I tried looking for information on the Electric Moog Orchestra. There's not a whole lot out there. Yeah, this one, I actually think I have the the album of this one. Oh, wow. So we don't know. Is it one person? Was it a band? Is it a real orchestra? I don't know. If any of you listeners know anything about the Electric Moog Orchestra, let us know. And this is from 77? Yeah, I think this one's 77, too. I really like that guitar. That's, that's, that's Kylo playing along <laughs> in his bedroom. I learned all the notes. I just want to jam with you, grandfather. <laughs> he's nice with shirtless playing guitar with a black, yeah. a black strap. 
Yeah. Red incense burning. I'm really locked into the groove right now. So what do you think? Is this a, a whale or a fail? I wasn't sure at first, but I'm giving it a jizz whale because uh, Kylo Ren playing guitar. There's some uh, jizz whaling going on on the guitar in this one, so I agree. Instant Funk with their song Dark Vader from 1979. Many years ago. Mm-hmm. Far away. <laughs> yes. Another galaxy. A war was fought. This really could have been the crawl for Rogue One. (laughs) And it makes me think, too, we've seen that Celebration DJ so many times. Yeah. Why isn't he playing Instant Funk Dark Vader? He's he's never played Instant Funk. Don't try to Instant Funk was a funk band from the 70s and 80s. Uh, They started in New Jersey, and they later relocated to Philadelphia. But I think this is absolutely their finest moment. A little little gap bandy. Can't go wrong with that. Just, it's what everyone has always wanted, but they didn't know it. A little gap band mixed with lyrics about Dark Vader. And I think this one, there's not just one jizz whaler. There's like eight guys or nine, nine jizz whalers in the band. So this, this is off the jizz whaling charts. I think this is, this is from uh, Instant Funk's album, Manila in the Jungle. So this was 79, so this is a little, uh, this is like getting you warmed up for Empire. Listen to this in the car on your way to Empire. Yeah, is everybody ready to see Empire Strikes Back? Turn, turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> Dark Vader's coming back. <laughs> I, I hope they just play this at the beginning of episode nine. Like how Star Trek had the whole, like, uh, the motion picture, what do they call that? The overture at the beginning? Episode 9, yeah, the lights go down and they just play Instant Funk's Darth Vader. (laughs) And then the Lucasfilm logo comes out and people pumped up. (laughs) I'd have to take a break. (laughs) Everybody dances a little bit before episode 9 starts. This is a jizz whale times a thousand. This is uh, like a W-H-A-L-E jizz whale. It's so big. Flying through the sky like a snake. 
right. So next on the list here is the real thing with can you feel the force? I'm not, I'm not feeling anything yet. We're keeping it funky. Real thing, they're British. They're from Liverpool. I'm starting to. Why wasn't this in Last Jedi? When Ray's on the rock? This is lesson three. Luke, Luke was going to get his record player out. <laughs> Ray, I'm going to teach you the real thing. Can you feel it? The Force. Keeping the dance party going tonight. Yeah, I know. We've been to a bunch of Star Wars celebrations, and the DJ hasn't played this yet. Literally like a crime. Now, the only thing with Can You Feel the Force, its connection to Star Wars could be kind of... Is it in name only? I mean, they're kind of talking about, like, you know, cleaning up the streets... I guess that could be like a Jedi thing. When you're you you know, when you a Jedi, your duty is to do good, like the Kenner commercial. Well, and I think any song that came out with Force in the title in 1977 or 78, I don't think they thought of that on their own. <laughs> it's not a coincidence. No. So what do you think? Are these, is this a whaler or a failer? I'm still saying this is a jizz whale because I want this to be the opening credits of the Ryan Johnson trilogy and the end credits. It just, this song just takes a break for the movie to play. Yeah, I'll agree. This is a jizz whaler. We go all. It's all whales so far. All whales. It's like it's like Star Trek Four. There'll be there be whales here. Uh, we had to travel back in time to 1978 to find all the whales. <laughs> <laughs> Next is Richard Groove Holmes with the theme from Star Wars. Richard Groove Holmes was a jazz organist uh, known for a style called hard bop, specializing in a version of soul and jazz. Do you know anything about Richard Groove Holmes, Gabe? Yeah. Familiar with him a little bit. I knew he was an organ player, so that's the beginning of this was kind of like, "Where's the organ?" You would you would you would say that listening to this very extended trumpet fanfare. A marching band kidnapped Richard Groom Holmes. <laughs> so this is definitely in the uh, stick pretty close to the original music a little bit, but with a funky beat in the background. You know, it's like, I like it a lot, but I feel like for what this is, there's a lot better out there. This might be our first, uh, just failure. (sighs) 
say it, Richard Groove Holmes. I mean, you, you, you put in a real good try, but you're just under some really stiff competition here. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to give it a, j- a jizz fail, unfortunately. I'll second that, yeah. This is our first jizz fail. Some tough competition tonight. Now, he does mix in close encounters, so maybe get some credit for that, but... Uh, yeah. Next is Neil Norman and his Cosmic Orchestra with Star Wars. All right, this one's wild. You got some theremin. That's always a good sign. This also, like the Electric Moog Orchestra, not a whole lot of information out there on Neil Norman and his Cosmic Orchestra. I really like this, like, uh, this is like Mannheim Steamroller Star Wars. Well, this is, I think, from 90s, right? This is like late 90s. So this is a little more contemporary jizz music. On this album, they also did The X-Files and Babylon 5. <laughs> so this is the hot party, the hot party jams. You know, also, it's kind of like Richard Groove Holmes. There's better. I think this is a, this is a jizz failure. And by 97, he should have known better. Do Jedi Rocks. Do the the new Victory Celebration from the end of the Jedi Special Edition. Do something totally groundbreaking and new in 97. Oh, yeah. That is why you fail. Next we have... This is this is one of my favorite ones on the list, actually. Not to be biased here. Music from Star Wars by John Rose on a pipe organ. All right, here we go. According to the album cover, this may well qualify as the most exciting organ recording I've ever heard from uh, somebody. <laughs> I like this one way too much. I I have a thing for organ music, so I'm a little I'm a little biased. I like pipe organ music. We're we're going to church. <laughs> Do you want to travel back in time and play this at your wedding? Yeah, a little bit. But I can probably have this played at my funeral, so at least I have that to look forward to. (laughs) (laughs) So John Rose, he was a very established organ player, and uh, according to Info Online, he once played for the Queen of England. Hopefully he played this. That's probably what she requested. I want Star Wars. (laughs) It's the best movie. Uh, You're the chap that plays Star Wars. (laughs) I just happen to have a pipe organ. Come to my home. It's good, though. It's like the whole movie in one 15-minute epic. Yeah, he's going all the way. You don't usually hear it go this far. And remember with the pike organ, it's like one guy playing 10 different keyboards and using his feet. 
this is fantastic, and we could listen to this all day. So this is definitely a jizz, this is a jizz whale. It's a double whale for me, yeah. So even if you could give it a fail, I would negate your fail with a double whale. So this is Bob Marley and the Jizz Whalers. Yeah. So. <laughs> you win. Up next, Don Ellis and Survival. Whoa. in the face with those drums not a lot of information out there on Don Ellis and survival pretty straightforward uh, cover so far but man with the drums they sh- this should have been uh, oh uh oh there we go See, I really like this because this is like, if there was like a TV show in the 70s about Greedo solving mysteries, driving like a a land speeder. (laughs) Hawaii Greedo. (laughs) Somehow Greedo is a detective on the island of, the big island in Hawaii, solving crimes. Greedo's playing the trumpet solo. (laughs) It's way better at trumpet than bounty hunting. I don't know. I'm into Don Ellison survival. You don't, you think it's going to be another fail because you're kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. This is uh, the definition of jizz whaling right here. This is music to fall in love with. This is if you go to go to the club to hey DJ, put this on. You're pulling out the choir too. <laughs> just keep going. Yeah. Oh, we could just keep going, but this is a definite jizz whale. We're we're paralyzed with funk right now, but you know, we got to move on. In a similar vein, we got we've got Maynard Ferguson with surprise, surprise, the Star Wars theme. Maynard Ferguson, Canadian jazz trumpet player, band leader. What do you know about Maynard Ferguson, Gabe? He likes to play really high notes. Mm. It's a little more disco than funk. Mm hmm. You want to get technical. This one just makes you smile, though. This is like if you're hanging out by a pool, but actually you'd rather be watching Star Wars. Like this is Krennic would have this playing at uh, any barbecues he had. And <laughs> Krennic drinking martinis. Listen to this. He's just telling Galen Erso, Galen Erso how good the solo is. <laughs> is. Is this George Lucas playing guitar? Didn't he learn how to play guitar when he was dating Linda Ronstadt? I think it's probably so he could play along with this, yeah. 
Lucas showed up with some with like Ray Bans on. Everybody, watch out! I don't know. I've got to give Maynard Ferguson a, a jizz whale because, like you said, it just makes you smile. Can add uh, jizz whaler to Maynard Ferguson's list of accomplishments. up next ron carter with empire jazz mm. so what, what do you know about ron carter so this one made me mad when you found this one because i actually am a bass player and used to play in jazz band and stuff and i actually really like ron carter who's a jazz bassist and I had no idea my entire life that he did a Star Wars album. So this album is actually like a really good jazz album that happens to be Star Wars music. So it's it's a wild one. I had no idea this existed. We got to talk about the album cover where it's Darth Vader and he's at like a club. And he's watching a band on a stage that features Chewbacca on piano, C-3PO on the bass, a stormtrooper playing the saxophone, and R2-D2 playing the drums. And there's like palm trees around them. And really, the I guess Chewie on piano kind of makes sense, maybe. And R2, I can see on the drums, but I don't know how a stormtrooper would play the saxophone, Jason. <laughs> and 3PO can, bar- 3PO can barely stand up. <laughs> you have a bootleg Star Wars in Concert t-shirt. That features a stormtrooper playing a trumpet. That's true, I, I do. So their helmets filter out uh, toxins, but they have room for a uh, mouthpiece, I guess, to go through the slot. This album's really made, because it's actually like a nice jazz album, but we gotta give a shout out to. He does a jazzy version of Lando's Palace, and it's one of the greatest things, greatest things I've ever heard. Let's jump to Lando's Palace right now. points for like who's doing this song everyone's doing the main theme no one's doing lando's palace everybody's doing the imperial march yeah given lando's palace the jazzy cool music it deserves like i would imagine every morning when billy d williams wakes up and it's like curtains automatically open this is starts playing throughout his house this is just playing through the speakers built into the ceiling throughout all of cloud city So this one, too, I couldn't find. I don't think this ever got released on CD or anything. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. Because you would think if they did, more people would be talking about this. Yeah, if anything needs a re a reissue, now that CDs are dead, they can reissue it on crystals or something for people to listen to. Well, this is a definite jizz whale. Yeah. What's, what do we got next? Up next is 
the Sonic All-Stars from the album The Sounds of Star Wars. And this is the end titles. So let's check that out. Sounds kind of like a lot of things we've already heard. This one was fun to look for because if you search up the Sonic All-Stars, you get the all the video games Sonic All-Stars. <laughs> you get nothing but Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. I do like the album cover a lot, though. I, I do, too. It's the Star Wars logo in silver with just like a orange moon underneath it. And I don't know, the Star Wars logo, it's tripping out. And it's the logo where it's like got hard edges there's like no curves into the words so it's kind of you know like the low polygon version this is good but i'm gonna have to give this a jizz fail it's a jizz fail yeah on its own not bad but we're uh, in a tournament of champions you can't all be stars <laughs> So next we have Guitar Shredder Buckethead with uh, Star Wars. What's the deal with Buckethead? Does anyone know? Has it been discovered yet? I don't know. He wears a bucket on his head for and a mask, but I never really, I don't know, I never really looked into it. <laughs> didn't, didn't people think he was like Eddie Van Halen once or something? I don't know. Probably. He's like six feet tall, I think, though. Oh... Uh... But I have to say, I I hadn't heard this one before, and it started out like, I was like, oh, it's kind of your standard Shredder Star Wars theme, but I think it gets cool here in the middle. Okay. Because so far, yeah, I'm just kind of like, meh, heh, heh. I don't know. He's borderline. But this is 1994, so he's kind of was ahead of the game with the uh, guitar version of Star Wars music. He was really into the Thrawn trilogy. I'm giving that a jizz fail. Uh, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Competition's rough. It is. His throat got cut. His bucket couldn't save him. I'm I'm really looking forward to this one. This next one is from Osamu Shoji. And this is from his album Star Wars. Let's listen. <laughs> yeah, this is a gold mine. And so the late great Osamu Shoji, he just passed away this year, 2018. He was 85 years old. He was a songwriter for a bunch of Japanese pop artists in the 60s. And then his solo career kind of took off in the late 70s when he embraced the new world of synthesizers. But the, his covers of this uh, Star Wars is one of his biggest hits in Japan, but he also did... 
an entire synthesizer cover album of BG songs. If you didn't already love him, just from this. If you need a Star Wars palate cleanser, definitely uh, check out his BG's album. Listen, this is what I love about these synth Star Wars things when it's there's Star Wars music mixed with made up stuff and then just ridiculous synthesizer laser sounds in the background. This has got it all. It's, it's all we ever want. And I think we definitely got to jump ahead on his album. He's got the, of course, the main t- main theme and Imperial Attack. He's got the throne room, the cantina band, Leia's theme. But his cover of the robot auction is definitely out of this world. Yeah, so let's jump right over to the robot auction. Let's check that out. Which major points to Osamu Shoji. No one does covers of the robot auction. No, because listening, I kind of had these all on the background the other day. And all of a sudden, like, wait a second. I wasn't expecting this. It's like before, it's like the Maynard Ferguson. It just makes you smile. Yeah. So good. Yeah, someone needs to edit this into the movie. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent jizz whale. Yeah, I think if the uh, the league of jizz whalers ever crowns a king, I think Osamu has definitely earned his place as king of the jizz whalers at this point. This part with the funky guitar. This is like R five D four comes out, so the guitar gets real funky. <laughs> oh, so good. Next, we have, surprise, surprise again, the Star Wars theme, but this time by Marty Gold. Marty Gold. Marty Gold passed away in 2011. He was a composer, pianist, band leader born in New York City. He was the pianist and arranger for the Corn Cobblers, a popular 1940s novelty group. Build as America's most nonsensical dance band. Sounds great to me. Honestly, I think my favorite part of this one is that album cover has uh, the other songs he does, and for Orca, it looks they actually drew a whale under the word Orca. It's the logo for Orca. 
Is that the logo for Orca then? Okay. He also did the like renditions of the theme of Rocky, everyone's favorite, The Deep, The Spy Who Loved Me, and Orca, because everyone wanted a fun synthy version of Orca. I think this might be another jizz fail. Second, I don't know what's ha- what's happening. What's happening here? Uh oh! All right, the, that droid solo may have uh, pulled him away from defeat. I don't know. It's tough following Osamu Shoji and his. Uh, the robot auction. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like this little Herbie Man solo here. A little Jeth- Jethro Tull just showed up. Yeah, in the world's loudest tambourine. The world's loudest tambourine, ring, 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 ring. <laughs> God, I don't know. I'm kind of split, but I got to give it a jizz fail. You know, we've we've failed better things so far. I think that's almost a jizz whale, though. It's just especially for the the flute, the flute and the tambourine. Does, does it get an honorary jizz whale because there's actually a whale on the cover? Okay, yeah, <laughs> I'll give it that. Yeah, it's another W H L E jizz whale. So next we have uh, the Galactic Force Band uh, with the Cantina Band. Oh, here we go. It's a party now. Not a lot of information on the Galactic Force Band. I don't know. Sounds a little kind of what you'd expect. It has like a super bootleg looking cover. (laughs) Like airbrushed robot people. Having heart attacks. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's just playing it a little close to the original. Yeah, I think this is a fail. I like where they're going. I like where their head's at, but it's got to just be a just fail. Let's move on. Then we have one more. The last one. Yeah. What, what's up with this one? This is the song Star Wars by the Mundanus Imperium from their album, The Spectral Spheres Coronation. Yes. 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 Do you know anything about uh, Mundanus Imperium? 
So they're from they're a Norwegian band who are originally like a black metal extreme metal band who eventually turned into more of like prog rock kind of band and apparently they must like Star Wars because who doesn't? What year is this from? 1998. Wow, yeah, so they were pumped for Phantom Menace. They were standing in line, I am the Skywalker! (laughs) (laughs) I hope Kylo sings that at the end of Nine. Oh, he better. Do you have the the lyrics? Sitting in my spaceship, ready for my space trip. It's a long way there to where I'm going. I fly into the galaxy and merges with the energy. I must find the key to fulfill my destiny. Star Wars, the troops are invading, pointing at you. Star Wars, I am the Skywalker, fighting for truth. That is Kylo Ren in Episode Nine. I'm calling it right now. Faster than the speed of light, oh yes, I'm like dynamite. Living in the danger zone, I have to face this on my own. It's all there. It's all there. It's all there in the in the words. <laughs> well, that is a definite jizz whale. Yeah, that's a jizz whale if I ever heard one. That's a inhaling gasoline and flying through space with whales, space whales, jizz whale. That's what Ezra's listening to in the unknown regions right now. <laughs> He's bugging Thrawn to no end. Yeah. Man, Zeb would love this. I don't like that music, Bridger. <laughs> That's not art. I fail to understand the culture here. <laughs> you win. Like we said, there's a whole lot more where that came from. There's a whole other eras we could explore. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, let us know what you think. Uh, let us know what we missed that you love. And we'll maybe we'll do another one of these because, yeah, the more we look, the more we find. And I was just thinking, too, how lucky we are that the Internet exists, that we can find this stuff. Because for so long, it was just kind of lost to time. And if you knew some kid somewhere who maybe had one of these records... You know, you'd hear the rumors and the legend of something. Like, oh, that's not real. There was never a song called Bar Wars. Yeah. <laughs> it never happened. Yeah, it's good stuff. Bar Wars. Kicking in car doors. I've waited a long time for this, Luke Skywalker. Ready, Darth Vader. Together we'll rule the galaxy. Introducing Bespin World, new from Star Wars Micro Collection line. 16 die-cast figures and action poses included. It's three play sets in one. Here's Bespin Gantry. Darth Vader's dueling it out with Luke and Cloud City. Gee, all four of these figures fit in one hand. Yeah, they're really tiny. I'll connect Gantry to Bespin Control Room. Watch what happens to Luke. Wow, Luke and the Alliance are really done for this time. But there's lots more action in Bespin Freeze Chamber. Hey! from Star Wars Micro Collection line. Play sets also sold separately, figures included. New from Kenner. 
And these last points, too accurate for sand people, only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. So we have got a couple iTunes reviews that we will get to next week. That shouldn't stop you from adding yours to the list when you're done listening. Head over to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever they call it nowadays. Write a little something nice and we'll read yours. Maybe next week. Maybe on an upcoming show. I don't know. We always just like to read them anyways. They're always great to get. And they help out the show a ton. And check us out on BlastPointsPodcast.com, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and don't forget to sign up to be a member of the Blast Point Super Chill Group and interact and hang out and talk to Blast Point's buddies 24 hours a day. Great stuff posted on there every single day by folks like you. And don't forget to subscribe and keep sharing the show out with friends. It helps us out so much, gets more people out there knowing about the magic of Bar Wars. If you want to send us your your rendition of Bar Wars, you're more than welcome to send it to us. We we may just listen to it in private, but <laughs> or maybe we'll post it on a show. I don't know, but uh, kicking in car doors. Contact at blastpointspodcast.com. Send us your cover of Bar Wars. But that about wraps up episode 141. Here we had a lot of fun, just wailing and failing. And next week, we're finally going to be going into that solo Blu-ray. Ooh, all the bonus features. Ooh, it's going to be good. See if uh, Lady Proxima puts the blue in (laughs) Blu-ray. We'll find out soon. And the coaxium! (laughs) Oh, Lady Proxima. Yep. Thank you, folks. Talk to you soon. May the Force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the Force be with you. unit has a bad motivator. Look. Hey, what are you trying to push on us? <laughs>